Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, September 15th, 2019. What's going on? How are you? My name is Quinn. This is my show. This is my voice creator, producer, host, and showrunner. I like that one. Showrunner. S-H-O-W-R-U-N-N-E-R of this show, Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast. We are your number one source for internet misinformation. We are one of the better podcasts on Chicago's north side. Well, what's happening? How are you? Very frustrating day in the uh, football arena. Again, today is week two of the NFL season, both NFL-wise and fantasy-wise. It's been uh, about as close to an unmitigated disaster as you can have it be. Uh uh, just right off the bat, Vikings lose and the other three NFC North teams win. I mean, that's that's literally as bad as it goes. Um, let's dig into it. it <sighs> Quinn's upset, and I'm not going to spend much time talking about football. That wasn't even the point of this podcast. Uh, it's just I've had a busy weekend, and right now in between the Bears game and the night game is when I have a chance to sit down and do the podcast and so all that stuff is fresh on my mind. We're talking about skydiving for most of uh, today's episode, which is obviously way more exciting, right, guys? So let's let's do our listener discretion as advice tag and then jump into a little bit of football. Just I think it's going to be therapeutic for me and for all you Bears and Packers fans out there and Quinn's fantasy football team haters, you can, you know, maybe it'll be therapeutic for you too because you'll be listening to it and say, wow. It's about damn time someone shut Quinn up. Uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to Beantown Podcast number one. Uh, podcast will occasionally use some football-inspired language. And uh, I'm thinking Mike Zimmer today because, boy, oh, boy, I, I'm i sure he didn't say anything to Kirk Cousins, but I have a, a fairly good idea of what he would have liked to say. Probably to, cause to uh, Stefanski, too. With the first and goal, you're running it. It's the it's honestly I, I haven't seen this comparison made yet today, but it's somewhat similar to the Seahawks in the Super Bowl running it from first first and goal from the one, and they pass it, and uh, it's picked off. When you have Marshawn Lynch and you've just been running it down their throats recently, that was it was the Vikings. They were just marching down the field, kicking the Packers' ass, running the ball, and all of a sudden. Bad decision number one, you say, okay, we're going to pass it. But bad decision number two, well, one one and a half, that they've tried that FN bootleg, bootleg excuse me, play again. That hasn't worked. And usually it's a money play for the Vikes. But the Packers were all over it. So it fails once, okay, try it again. It fails twice, well, maybe let's not do it again. He fails the third time, you say, what the hell is going on? And then they try the fourth time, you're like, I don't really know what Stefanski is looking at. I don't know what game. Maybe they turned on the Dolphins game for him or something. But that's strike one and a half. Strike two is why the hell Kirk Cousins, man, if his first read's not there, he panics big time. He has no progression. He's not able to move this is this is really the brunt of it right here and i just have had this sudden realization kirk cousins is not able to both progress through his reads and move his feet at the same time so if kirk cousins has a completely clean pocket 
and there's no uh, collapsing of the pocket of any kind. And this is even before, you know, anyone's getting close to him, but maybe just, you know, the, the pocket's tightening a little bit. If that happens, he's not able to progress through his reads. All he does is lock on to one guy in hopes he gets open. I mean, you look at the Vikings' two biggest plays today. One was that phantom one to BB where he got, he was being hit by behind the ball, kind of just came out and went to BB. The other one was, you know, the bomb to Diggs that, frankly, a split second in either direction, that's an interception by the Packers guy. Um, if Cousins, and Cousins wasn't even hurried that much. He got hurried a decent amount in the first half, but the second half, he had lots of time. And the worst part about that interception in the end zone at the end of the fourth quarter there was he wasn't under pressure. He was rolling out, doing just fine. The first read, Thielen, was covered. Definitely not a good idea to throw that ball forces in there on first and goal, but but not the worst option. So instead, Cousins decides, well, let's, let's go to the back of the end zone where uh, whoever was there, I don't remember who the intended target was, but double coverage... And when he, when Cousins threw it, I was like, "All right, perfect. He's just throwing out the throwing it out the back of the end zone, second and goal from the eight. Whatever, we're in good shape. Nope, keeps it in bounds. Like why? Why why would you ever want that? It's awful football. It's just awful football. <sighs> Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible. Uh, the that Bears game just finished." Absolutely unbelievable. Um, I know Packers fans will disagree with this, but in my opinion, the the roughing the passer call against Bradley Chubb there that put the Bears, it basically gave them a sliver of hope at the end of the game there was just, you could show me that play a hundred times and show me a similar looking hit a hundred times. And I wouldn't even blink. I would never think, oh, that there might be something there. If you haven't seen the play, just go on Twitter, search Bradley Chubb or Roughing the Passer. It, he, Trubisky is literally hit as he's releasing the ball. It's not a high hit. It's not a low hit. It's the cleanest of clean hits that you'll ever see. There's nothing, you know, gruesome about it, nothing violent, nothing shocking. It's... Just a very standard football hit. It wasn't even out of the blue. The The Broncos guy was being blocked by the offensive lineman as he went into Trubisky. Hand didn't hit the face. Trubisky's knees didn't get rolled up on, didn't hit his ankles. It was just the most basic defensive end play that you could coach. Gets called for 15 yards. And then Allen Robinson makes a good play. I don't know why Chris Harris touched him. I don't know why the officials decided to give the Bears a second back without reviewing it. Right? This this is the whole thing. We spent so much time on stupid reviews today in the Vikings game, including calling back a touchdown for an offensive pass interference when Dalvin Cook is just trying to get out of the jam, which is just an awful call. And then you go to the Bears game and... You're not going to review the the roughing the passer, okay, whatever, but you're not going to review the fact that the clock says zero and the game's over, but you decide, hey, you know what, let's give the Bears a second back. How can you just decide that without reviewing it? And if you review it and you come to the conclusion, hey, okay, we see a, clearly see a timeout signal 
with a second on the clock, you wouldn't see it because it didn't exist. But if you do see it, okay, well, at least you did your due diligence. But they just decide to overturn the call on the field without reviewing. And it's just like, how, how, how is that a decision? You, and then, of course, the Bears kickers can't make a whatever it was, 27-yard field goal to, to win a playoff game. But they can nail 53 and 54 yarders. So, yeah. Uh, and then my fantasy team's just, boy, Fa- family one is still in it thanks to a heroic performance from Patrick Mahomes, but had to go up against the Patriots defense, which scored 52, 53 points, something like that, which for context is uh, potentially a, a a league record for us, and we've been playing for 14 years now. It's it's right around. I don't think any one of our defenses has ever gone or up over 55, but um, I th- I've, I think we've seen 50-ish before. So going up against that, and then my, my school league team, man, they're just crap in the bed. Last year when I, you know, I won both my leagues, last year in my school league team, I took a lot of flyers on guys that were, uh, you know, not not sure how they were going to perform, and they ended up way overperforming expectations, and I just rode them all season long. So tried a similar strategy this year. Um, you know, I pay pay a high price for two or three guys. This year it was Connor and Devontae Adams. And Connor gets hurt. Adams doesn't have a bad game, but you know, it's just not the you know, it's not the fifty five dollars that I paid for him type of game. You know, you don't pay fifty five in an auction draft to get a receiver who's consistently getting you, you know, twelve, thirteen. It's not bad. But it just doesn't it doesn't cut it for your big money purchase. Um yeah, so I got absolutely smashed. After I, I was in full control last week in my school league game, he completely blew it Monday night. Had a huge lead, two guys going against their their one guy. Still looked good, lost in the last, I think, drive of the game. It was just... So I'm, I'm not going to 0-2 in that league on my title defense. And just about ready to pack up shop, boy, because that, that team just looks like they're doing absolutely nothing this year. Um, yeah, frustrating day, you know, you, you, especially coming off, you know, winning two champion back to back, uh, or, or, or excuse me, concurrent championships in both my, my, both my two leagues, you think to yourself, it's not going to happen again. We know that, but two, you're going to have some weeks that are just real turds, turd, T-U-R-D, but boy, this this week was a, a just a, a turd to top all turds. Your NFL team loses, all their rivals win. The fantasy team you really care about is in a very precarious position, not looking good. Your school league team where you don't actually care that much, but you got money that you invested in it to the tune of fifty five bucks. They get slammed. It's just boy. All all four things that that you try to do successfully just completely smashed today. Okay. We're going to read some ads real quick. Then we're going to talk about skydiving. It's going to be a shorter episode just because Quinn's, Quinn's out of gas here. If you couldn't tell already. Um, plus, I, I drank a lot today. I don't usually drink on Sundays. I think I'm up to five or six light beers. So I'm not uh, not drunk by any stretch of the imagination but just you know kind of tired 
Oh, uh, I'll mention this before we read the ads. I went to uh, Redmond's Bar in Chicago on Sheffield, which is a Vikings bar. And as far as I can tell, uh, a, the, the premier Vikings bar in the city of Chicago. Boy, was that nuts. I didn't realize how crazy it was going to be until I actually walked in there. I thought, I'll get there early. I'll get a good seat, yada, yada, yada. So I pull in at 11.15, already SRO, shoulder to shoulder. Um, that was nuts. Um, good energy at the bar. They had a cool DJ and stuff. Had the cool sound effect when the Vikes get a first down or a touchdown or a big play or whatever. And boy, did the Vikes have that one in the bag and just absolutely blew it. Courtesy of Kirk Cousins and more than one, more than two, more than three questionable calls from the referees. Boy, it was just... It's so frustrating when you climb the mountaintop and you're there, you're eight yards away, and the play call is just, man, un-effing believable. Okay, ads, then then some skydiving stories. So, all right, here we go. Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you cannot find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff over and over again. If you are tired of big real estate, hold. On the home inspection market, and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you better call Steve at 541-410-0316 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Again, that's 541-410-0316 or visit HomePrideOregon.com. Home Pride Oregon Inspection Perfection. We want to give a quick shout-out to the Samson Q2U series. Whether you're reading ads or whether you're complaining about your favorite football team and just how awful they play today you gotta trust the samson q2u series it's crisp it's clean it's got great audio quality when god speaks he uses the samson shout out toward curves you got their magazine on our coffee table here from ikea and uh I've only gotten the one magazine. In general, I haven't gotten much. Uh, My mail was a lot more fertile in Baltimore, um, in Beantown. And really, it's I pretty much get... I'm I'm down to, like, one cool or interesting magazine every other month. And then my monthly bills for gas and electricity and sometimes the internet, sometimes Comcast decides we're going to send you something. Sometimes they just say, F it, we're not going to send you anything but charge anyways, which that's my favorite move. Um, and then I get uh, I get so many credit card offers from particularly Bank of America, but also Capital One. And the, their whole thing is like, you know, any smart credit card company to try to lure you in is going to say, okay, here are some cool benefits or rewards or a special offer we have for you. Bank of America's thing is always like, you can get 3% back on gas. And I'm like, well, yeah, I buy a lot of gasoline with a car I don't own. And then F and Capital One, a lot of language today, I apologize. F and Capital One just did it again. Their whole thing is like, you're eligible for a Capital One card. And I'm like, okay. 
what are you what are you offering with it? And they're like, no, the whole thing is that it's Capital One. And I'm like, well, what, what am I, the Queen of England? I don't need this, some sort of status thing. And I don't even care. Do I, who, who, who do I hang out with that's like flashing their credit card being like, oh, you only have a city card? Well, I have a Capital One. And I'm like, what? Who, who cares? I don't share my finances with people. So Capital One, who you crapping? Get out of here. Cuts by Q. Bob and Weave, we all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but completely different. Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and Chicago land. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, Better call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or email CutsbyQ at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Cuts I had a couple salt and vinegar chips earlier, and boy, do those things just effing destroy the inside of your mouth. Man, that's wild. Q-U-T-Z by Q at Yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. All right. Um, uh, quickly on the topic of songs, I was able to visit with some music friends, two of them being former roommates, yesterday who live about a mile south of me, and they, they have a, a couple pianos, actually, um, but I went over there. We we hung out, had some drinks, but also played some freeform jazz last night, which is really fun. And it's it was interesting because only one of us uh, in the group that was you know playing along it was a jazz musician. But um, the rest of us are all all have music degrees. Some of us multiple, and um, it was just fun, you know, because you don't have to be that good at jazz to be able to to play around and understand. You know, give and take, keep the rhythm going, um, who's going to solo, that sort of thing. So, yeah, even though I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to jazz, voicings, harmony, that sort of thing, you can still make something that sounds, especially in, you know, 21st century where everything is just kind of open for interpretation. Um, you know, this isn't, you know, Miles Davis or Glenn Miller or something anymore. You can You can have some fun with it. Um, I mentioned Miles Davis. He got pretty funky at the end there anyways. Um, yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, I went skydiving yesterday, Saturday, in Rochelle, Illinois, Chicagoland Sky Diving Center. So I had hoped to go skydiving about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, something like that. But I was shammed when my truck rental from Enterprise broke down. On my way to Delaware, that was a bummer. Could not go skydiving, so I said, round two, I'm going to go. There is a grad student at my place of work who also works a student job part-time as a tech worker, so he's in my office quite frequently helping me out, fixing some things here and there. Very nice guy, um, South Asian guy. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday, and a couple weeks ago, I said, hey, we're going to go skydiving. You want to come with? I said, sure. So... We, we, he says there's a nice group on. We're going to do it. Plus, I've got some other discounts for me, at least, that I get to pile on. We're going to rent a car. We're going to drive to Rochelle from Chicago. It's going to be a fun day. I say, sure, I'll do it. So by the group on online, it says, uh, 
Instead, so instead of the eighty dollars skydive jump, whatever you can get for forty dollars, so it's like fifty percent off. Like this is a great value. I can skydive for only forty dollars. Awesome. So buy it a couple weeks ago and uh, sitting sitting in my office Friday, and uh, the, uh, the 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 tech guy who I'm going with comes down Friday afternoon and says there was a miscommunication. It's now going to be an extra hundred dollars. Just a skydive, plus the media package if you want it. Spoiler alert, I did not get the media package. And I'm like, oh, damn it, like another 100 just casually, like, oh, here it is. And, you know, I can I can handle $100, but just having it randomly come out of your budget when you're not expecting it is just a pain in the ass. You know, when you, when you come across unexpected money, it feels really good. Well, when you come across unexpected uh expenses it feels equally as bad to me at least so i'm like ah all right well not ideal but i'll do it anyways so he says okay we'll we'll, we'll pick you up at uh, nine o'clock on saturday morning I'm going with with him and his two friends um that he knows also some south asian guys uh so it's the four of us and we're, we're quite, quite a crew uh, meeting some new people it's exciting it's a nice day mid-70s sun's out guns out no uh no clouds it's beautiful well they're running a little bit late um i didn't want to eat in the morning because i think obvious reasons you know i I don't know what it's going to be like when you go skydiving but why not play it safe rather than sorry you don't want to puke in the air and also i i wasn't feeling nervous going into it but who knows maybe you know get to the actual place and i you know i i can be a nervous person at times um so I just didn't want to want to risk it. I was actually I was going to wake up and run yesterday morning, but it didn't happen because I ended up staying out too late Friday night playing office trivia, where we got third place. I could I, we could do a whole other podcast on that office trivia. Very frustrating, very disorganized. Missed at least one question, maybe two, because I physically did not understand the question because I could not hear it correctly from the noise. It was awful. Still got third. Proud of ourselves. Um. Point point of that tangent, I did not wake up to run on, on Saturday morning, yesterday morning. So I haven't eaten anything. We I get picked up and get this, a Nissan Armada. Oh, yeah. Tim Allen. Arr, 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 full power. Uh, if you don't know what a Nissan, Nissan new, new car, uh, Nissan Armada looks like, I didn't either until I was picked up in one. Uh, wow. that It's like a van, but like a tank all in one. Pretty cool. Don't know why we got it for the, the four of us when we could have just gotten a sedan, but uh, we had the Nissan Armada. I'm guessing it got about five miles to the gallon, uh, maybe six on a highway. Uh, so you picked up the Nissan Armada, and you know, I'm meeting, meeting the new guys that I have never met before. It's you know exciting. We're going to go skydiving. It's a friend's birthday. So we're driving out there, and I quickly learn, and you know, apologies to my friends if they are listening to this podcast but we know that there's three of you sometimes four if uh my brother tune one of my brothers tunes in uh that listen to it uh so i'm not expecting someone involved in this story to to listen to it and i'm not here to bash i'm just going to tell you exactly how i felt it was some really bad driving uh in fact the worst i've ever seen um had a GPS going on the phone. Sometimes we would follow it. Sometimes we wouldn't. Lower Wacker Drive was an adventure, as you might imagine. 
had a time when we were stopped at a red light and a line of cars waiting to go and just randomly accelerated very nearly rear-ending the car in front of us for apps uh, for what seemed like no reason it was just i and then uh you know i i recall visiting my brother jack hashtag friend of the podcast when he would live in africa and the driving out there it was not bad driving but the roads themselves are rough uh and you're just always in the mountains so there's a lot of twisting, turning, winding, etc. Uh, and I just remember feeling really nauseous during those rides. This brought it to a whole new level. The jolting, uh, the physical speed at which we were driving. For some reason, we decided not to take the tollway out there to Rochelle, which is just a, an awful mistake. So we're going on all these country roads with a speed limit of 55, which is the highest speed limit you'll get for non-interstate roads in uh in the state of illinois um or not highway roads etc um we would uh periodically get up into the 85 90 range and did you know a lot of bobbing and weaving hashtag cuts by q to pass cars on you know these two lane roads with just a stripe down the middle or a dotted line whatever you want to call it it was just some of the most i i, I don't know it was like we were it was like we were in the show twenty four or something and rushing against the clock for I have no reason why. But uh we got there and you know a lot of people you know I told them I was going to skydiving and they're like, Oh, how'd you feel? Did you ever feel sick? Tell you what, I did not feel sick when I, when I skydived, but I uh I did throw up when I got to the place because of uh the the driving situation was not ideal. <sighs> Boy, that was rough. Uh, so we get there. It takes us a long time to check in, half an hour maybe, because there was a big conflict with the Groupon for whatever reason. And I've, I've heard good things about Chicagoland Skydiving Center. Had a friend who used to work there. It was really bad. The check-in process was pretty awful. Um, yeah, not, not great pretty awful in fact uh i think i already used that adjective but just took a long time they said no you can't use your groupon and then it was going to be like okay so it's 150 bucks and then i was like well i'm not doing it and they're like okay well you can use your groupon it's okay I'm like don't try to play me b-i-t-c-h's um and it just just bad by the time we check in, then it's still another two hours till we get to skydive. And it's just, you expect it, you know, take some time. You know, skydiving isn't something where you just show up and it's like, all right, kids, let's go. Because uh, there's planes and there's schedule and that sort of thing. But, you know, the whole thing, by the time we got, or after we got there, it was about two and a half to three hours before we actually jumped. And that was just kind of frustrating, especially after the drive. Um, I'm trying to remember, oh, there was something else that went down that was really frustrating. The Groupon was a pain in the ass. I've never had a just a straightforward positive experience with Groupon. It's always something, always something going on. So we're just hanging out. We're getting ready to skydive, and uh, we're in the hangar. And my my three buddies, they all have their instructors. They've been given instructions. They head out to the plane, and I'm just standing there like a dummy because my instructor is not there. Uh, so I'm waiting for equipment. I'm waiting for his instructions. He finally comes and. The the plane has been waiting for us for about two minutes. So I'm nervous, not because I'm like, oh, they're going to leave me behind, but just because it's like, you know, this is uh, – you're, you're entrusting someone with your life, which, you know, you can kind of just say it flippantly, but in all reality, it's a 
a pretty big deal. And we're, he's just kind of, we're just kind of running and getting, I'm getting instructions like as we're getting on the plane and then on the plane, which is a lot because you're flying in this, you know, tiny rickety old plane and going up, you know, thousands and thousands of feet and, uh, the doors open and you're sitting literally two feet away from it and you're getting instructions about how to jump and you're not even strapped in yet. And that's just, that's a lot to take in. I still wasn't nervous and I wasn't even anxious. It was just, and I, I really tried to fight against this. I really did, but I, I had a bad attitude Um, and I was excited to be there, but there had just been so many things going on. I hadn't eaten. The drive itself was two hours of just, it was pretty hellish. Threw up when I got there. There was nothing left in my system. Waited, you know, three hour, two and a half, three hours to jump. So by the time we jump, it's three o'clock or something like that. And I haven't eaten, and I threw up. And that's just, you know, it's a recipe for for uh, the opposite of success, failure. Long story short, the instructions, I they were they were clear. My instructor was a nice guy. We jump. Everything went fine, uh, except the harness absolutely slaughtered my balls. Uh, and I, I'm not afraid to just say it straight up. Brutal. Had to ice them when I got home. Uh, really painful. Really rides up in the crotch. Boy, that was rough. Uh, probably the worst testicular pain I've ever had, which is saying something, you know, because I've been, been doing this for 24 years now. But... Yeah, that that was tough. Overall, fun experience. The actual, you know, the the 15 minutes we spent going up in the plane and then coming back down, that was cool, minus the raging testicular pain. Everything else about it was rough. We drive back to Chicago, get them to take the tollway, thank God, so much shorter. Switch drivers even to another person, pretty rough still. Just a lot of uh, dodging and weaving on the interstate, going so fast. And speeding up so quickly and then slowing down so suddenly. Just like, man, I don't even, it's not even a thing where it's like, oh, you're wrecking the car. It's a Nissan Armada. This thing can handle it. But, boy, for those of us in the back seat, it was, I had a fun time, but, boy, that that was was a lot. So I get home, it's, you know, 6 o'clock, and, um... Still hadn't eaten. So you'd say, well, Quinn, first thing you do is eat, right? No, because remember, I had not ran. Um, And you're thinking, well, you wouldn't be dumb enough to run when the sun's still out without any food in your body after throwing up. Well, that's that's what I did. Um, Because and and here's the thing. If I eat something, I'm not going to I'm not going to run. I can't exercise after just eating. It just doesn't work for me. And I was meeting up with friends after that. So it's like, this is my only shot. So I run. Actually felt pretty good. Ran a 5K. Got back. Went to the grocery store because I needed to get something for dinner. Ate just my... Ate, ate a lot. Got some uh, pork sausages and pierogi from the grocery store. Ate a lot. Uh, it was my first meal, you know, in 24 hours or so. It felt good. Had some beers with the boys. Did our jazz improv, as previously mentioned. And that was my skydiving experience. Um, overall, fun time. My, the Chicagoland Skydiving Center, I was not impressed with. The drive there and back, I was extremely not impressed with. But you know what? 
I wouldn't be surprised if I did it again, hopefully under different circumstances. Um, But it it was a cool experience. I I would skydive again. Um, I didn't catch the bug, as they say, and it's just an expensive hobby, you know. Even if you are able to shimmy a Groupon in there, you're still paying, I think I paid 100 115 something like that. Um, yeah, that's a lot. So I'm making up for it tomorrow night doing a focus group on gaming. And we're talking about Call of Duty, focus group in downtown Chicago. It's, it's a pain in the butt because it doesn't start till 7.45. Ah, it's awful because I can't do anything. You know, get off work at 5.00 just held hostage uh, in my office for two two and a half hours basically I'll eat some dinner but then what do I do for the other two hours I don't I don't know uh, and I don't I don't know I might text somebody to be like hey you want to meet up after work but it's a Monday night and if on my average Monday night if someone texted me and was like you want to meet up after work I'd be like F you I'm going home I'm cooking I'm watching Monday night football that's the other thing I didn't even think about this until literally right now I'm missing Monday night football Usually these focus groups are like six to eight or something, and you can do it. You can get home. You still have a night, but this is seven forty-five to ten, uh, hundred forty bucks. So it's you know paying for that skydiving, but just uh, missing pretty much all on Monday night football. We'll not really get to see any of it. So. Oh, well, uh, that's what's going on. And there's a Cubs game tomorrow, too, I believe. And these games are becoming very important. That's what I did. Uh, of course, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always email us, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. Or if you're saying to yourself, hey, we would love for uh, you to collaborate with somebody again. Or maybe you're listening to this podcast because you're thinking this is the closest thing I can get to the Car Ride Convos podcast. What? Who said that? I did. And you're saying, where is it? You can email us, and we will email Ryan Austin Ligon, Kirsten English, Kirsten, Kristen English, dumbass, and we will let them know. Hey, the fans want it. Uh, that's what I got for you. Beantown Podcast Yahoo Gam again. Beantown, B N T L Podcast at yahoo.com. Reminder: I co-host the White Noise Podcast with Matt Fiedler. You can check out that podcast on Anchor FM or anywhere else you find your podcasts. We are there. Haven't had a new episode in a while. Uh, don't have any. Uh, I, I don't have any updates for you. All I know is we have three that are ready to go. Um, I can't explain why one of them hasn't been posted, but but they haven't. So be looking out for like a triple header one of these days because we've got some really good stuff coming down the hopper. I just don't know when the hopper is going to be open for business. So that's all we have. Uh, we'll check in with you next week. Going to be spending some time in Milwaukee this week. Uh, more than some time, four or five days. Uh, should be fun, four days. All right, that's all I got for you. Everyone have a good week. Don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, leave us a little review on Apple Podcasts or wherever if you haven't already. Thanks, everyone. Thanks to the hashtag Friends of the Podcast. Go Bikes, and we will check in on you next time.